What is going on, everybody? It's time to see back end for another episode of FUT Live. Today, we're here with Joey and Felix. I know we missed a week. We said we would try not to, um, but we're here again, and this will be week two with video. Joey, Felix, how are you guys doing today? I'm all right. I've got loads of time on my hands. Yeah. In quarantine. <laughs> yes, so I am the only non-COVID individual. No, I don't know. I don't want to say... Felix has it yet because he hasn't got his results oh, back. I feel, I feel that, fine. But... I've not been tested and I'm not getting tested unless I get symptoms. But uh, mm -hmm. basically, one of the teachers from college has been tested positive half a week after we've last seen him there, which was Friday, the 6th of November. And this Saturday, this past Saturday, I got an email like confirming he's been positive and I've been identified as a contact. So uh, now I'm staying home. Even though the health ministry has not reached out to me yet properly, still waiting. But all the others have been told to stay at home until Friday and self-isolate. So that's what I'm gonna do. And uh, it is strange. It's like it's like I'm in a five-star prison. It's, it's not half bad. I just <laughs> can't white, go outside. Call that a white-collar prison. I, I can't even get food. It's a bit annoying. Like I'm stuck here with whatever is here. So it could be worse. I don't have to go to work. So that's the the best bit about it. I'm, I'm kind of enjoying it. Could be worse. If I had to stay indoors, like not go outside or anything for two weeks straight, I'd lose my mind. But yeah. Yeah, that's the disadvantage. I think you said you lived in a rural area. Yeah, yeah, so, really you know, he, here, if, if, if I truly, truly got locked down, couldn't go to the grocery store, stuff like that, um, I could at least get stuff delivered to me. I can, um, but not I know Joey the, mentioned it. places do. But, oh well. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't have a big selection. So, like, I basically have any fast food restaurant, and honestly, any non-fast food restaurant. There's some, like, re like actual restaurants since COVID started um, that have got all the delivery apps. And then um, I'll let Joey talk, but, you know, he had groceries delivered, and that's something I could have here as well. But Joey truly might actually have the Rona. All right, so as, as far as COVID goes, I just want to say briefly to anyone who's listening, if, if it could even reach just a few of you guys to just take COVID seriously because my situation um my in-laws just were not as serious as they should have been with covid and i don't know if they thought it was a political hoax or whatever it is at the end of the day they ended up testing positive when we got in contact with them they had symptoms but they were in denial that they had covid so they passed the virus on to me my wife and my nine-month-old daughter um, unfortunately, my wife just, she was extremely sick for four or five days in bed, high fever. Luckily for me, I've just had the sniffles just recently. I had mild symptoms up until now, but I have the sniffles and some, some body aching, but, uh, that's why I won't be on, on camera today because, um, I didn't want to show myself just sniffing on camera. So, uh, my message out there to everybody is just make sure you guys stay safe. Make sure you take it serious. It's a super, super contagious virus it's not something that you think you'll never get it's very very easy to to catch the virus just you can just sit next to somebody who has it and you'll get it it's crazy you don't have to like touch something they've touched or you know kiss somebody or anything like that or share the same fork it's just literally you can sit next to them that's why they advise mask wearing masks uh, as often as you can so whole point in this just take covid as serious as you can make sure you guys stay safe especially during these cold months um i know here in chicago we've had a spike of like fifteen thousand cases in one day so flu season is on upon us and uh stay safe if you had to kiss people to contract it i'd be safe for life i'd be sick <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i was gonna say that too at the end was that joey will not be on camera but we'll still have this up on youtube you'll see felix and i and then i'll just throw in like a photo of joey um as well we're gonna try to stick with the youtube stuff can we get can we get uh, like a covid good. photo of him where he's like <laughs> just half, him half him, dead, him bed, like, bedridden in the ropes <laughs> yes um it would be funny but, but at the same time not really because like it like joey said it's not a joke yep and then there's people that have it and are asymptomatic and, d and don't literally never feel sick once, but can pass it as well, which is which is the crazy part. That's like the scariest part is I might, you know, I might have had it already and just not, yeah, I same. might be asymptomatic maybe, maybe I have it or something right like now, that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have symptoms um, anyway. I feel fine. Like physically fine. Yeah. 
mentally, FIFA's done no. a different thing to you. But uh, as we get, so before we have the episode today, we have a pretty big episode. It's a, it might be a little ranty, which you know I did see on Twitter. People don't mind the ranty podcast, so that's okay, um, because EA has done us dirty in a couple different ways. Uh, the past like week and week, week and a half that we missed. Uh, however, one of the big things I want to talk about too is the new consoles came out. So, not to put in Felix's face, but Joey and I do have them. Joey has about eleven of them. Um, so, <laughs> Joey got about four P- Xboxes and like three PS uh, fives or whatever that was out now, and I got the Xbox. So that's gonna be a big part of the episode. Um, but before we hop into that, we have I think our first major sponsor of the podcast. If you didn't get a PS five. Here's something that should be on your Christmas list. It's Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. We just got it. As you can see, I'm wearing the shirt. I, I feel like I'm like a sales rep for them now because I have the shirt. I have this bag, this wonderful bag, and I have the lawnmower here. It comes with more uh, products. This is the perfect package 3.0. Came with ball deodorant, which was a big thing on Twitter as well. Uh, and I could say it does smell fantastic, and it's something uh, that a lot of us don't think about. You know, you don't think about trimming uh, below the waist. You think of trimming, you think your beard. And that's about it. Maybe if you, if if you're really into it uh, a little bit more, but not all of us think about below the waist and, and manscaping that region. And Felix does have a story. We're gonna save it for next week because Sick he's right, still waiting for right his package story. to arrive. So it's, I want to save it. He has a very <laughs> yes. <Yeah, it's> so <laughs> definitely tune in for next week. He's got a funny story. Um, as you can imagine, what it's about. If we're talking about trimming below the waist, there's a funny story there. But like I said, the. That this is the third generation trimmer, features cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe technology. Uh, and I can say definitely, I, so I did try this out. Um, I had received this and I tried it out and definitely I was very nervous about using electric razor down in that area. I've only ever shaved manually down there. Electric razor saved it from my face. Very scared, especially like, you know, in the shower and stuff like that. Waterproof um, in the shower and very safe nothing happened and it, it, i was actually now i'm way more comfortable with it and i'm definitely going to use it more often definitely life-changing in that sense um i found a few life-changing hacks with you know trimming and grooming and all that stuff and this will take the next gen in male grooming so where do we come in you get 20 percent off and free shipping if you use the promo code fut live at manscape.com which is 20% off free shipping. And I believe they have a Black Friday deal. So we leave the link in the description below. So if you follow that link, you'll be supporting us. And I think there's a bonus uh, promo code for Black Friday. I believe it's BF40. Um, so if you use that, you'll actually get an even bigger discount and you can still support us by using the link. So if you're going to use the Black Friday code, please use our link in the description down below because it shows them that we are a good podcast to work with and, and so on and so forth. They're a good sponsor for us. And yes, like I said, stop camping behind the Christmas tree and up your grooming game and your balls will thank you. Okay, I have, boys. I have one question about this, by the way. Does it have yes. adjustable lengths? Because my parcel has not arrived yet. Because, um, you know, um, they ship from a different country, so it takes a little longer. But can you adjust the length of the trimming? With the, does it have like... Yeah, I don't have... So I don't have... So I don't have the full product in front of me. I don't have the full bag. I just... I brought... I like... I really like this bag that it came with. Um, it's just, it's literally like a handy bag, mm-hmm. uh, sort of thing for that. So that'd be good for traveling. It's just really high quality. It's like leather and stuff like that. And then I brought, I brought the razor on so I so like show the camera. Um, but it does have, I think just one head that goes on it right now. So you at least have one length difference if you just don't want to fully like trim and stuff like that. Um, so there is one adjustable head length and then there, it comes with a cleaner. It comes with, this is the perfect package 3.0, by the way, this is what they sent us, um, to try out. There's deodorant for your balls the crop reliever ball toner. Um, which is literally, it's a spray and you just spray it on and it like, it almost feels like you put something like cold and it's just very nice feeling, but it smells delicious and it doesn't burn or anything <laughs> like that. Delicious. I know. <laughs> it, I mean, I, well, I sprayed it first cause I wanted to see what, it, what the point was. Cause I, I, you know, this is new to a lot of us where, well, two of us are younger. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but no, the game, the game has changed so much, um, in that area and stuff like that. More people are talking about it. So I want to try all the products out and, you know, I was amazed by actually how, how well they smell. So. If you want to get yours, promo code FUTLIVE or follow the link in below. So with that, we do have the new consoles. Joey and I, we've tried it. Biggest difference for you. Do you notice a difference yet? Again, with the caveat that the new version of FIFA has not come out. So we're technically playing old gen on the next gen consoles. But Joey, I'll let you go with this because I've talked enough. Okay, so for next gen consoles, the gameplay for me this weekend was absolutely incredible it's the best gameplay i've ever felt ever playing fifa i would have played 
a hundred games of weekend league if I wanted or if I could actually, because every single action that I wanted to do, whether it was left stick dribbling, whether it was quick passing, anything I wanted to do, right stick switching was instantaneous. Now, I don't know if it has to do with the networking hardware within the next gen consoles or I got a fluke, uh, <laughs> fluky gameplay where all the uh, the whole weekend was good. I'm not sure. But man, I really, really enjoyed FIFA this weekend. And again, I don't know if it had something to do, the gameplay had something to do with me finally hitting Elite One. Um, of course, I, I really, really thank Aubrey for helping me with, with the coaching sessions. So that helped as well. But the gameplay was just smooth as butter. I mean, it's the best gameplay I've ever, ever witnessed. I know people on PS5 have not said the same thing about that. They've said it. They haven't felt a difference. Inception, I watched his stream earlier today. He got his PS5 and he had only played a few games. He had mentioned that he feels a little bit of smooth gameplay, but he hasn't played enough and throughout more times during the day before he can say anything. For me, I played during peak hours. I played during uh, normal hours, off hour. I played any time of the day, anything I went into, buttery, smooth gameplay. The best gameplay I've ever witnessed. Must be nice. Yeah, I would, I would agree. So I didn't play Weekend League this weekend um, with the new console. Uh, I just had a bunch of stuff to do. Uh, but I did play a bunch of games and then different times, peak hours, non-peak hours sort of situation. I played some Rivals games. I played a bunch of the Friendlies games. Um, and I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I had some pretty clean gameplay uh, beforehand, but it's definitely noticeable. Like, I haven't found any slowness um, or anything like that. Like, like it, it does feel much cleaner again. It's interesting to see that because it has to, it has to be down to network. Or not network, um the network hardware within the console itself because we're still playing the same game. We're playing the Xbox One version on the Xbox Series X. Um, so it's not like we're playing the updated version yet. Because um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, obviously it's going to be cleaner. The player pool is smaller. Um, the servers aren't bogged down. Well, that's not exactly how it works. We're still on the same servers. We're still doing the same stuff. Uh, it's not until November or December 4th that we'll truly be playing a completely different game with very much smaller player pool. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, one thing I did want to ask you guys is, because I saw this on Twitter too, is are we currently at a severe advantage uh, being on the next-gen consoles? I know, Joey, this might be bad for you because you just hit Elite 1. Uh, <laughs> so I don't want to take away from that achievement, but I saw people asking the question, I was like, is it fair if we are having truly better gameplay because we're on this new console with better hardware and stuff like that? And um, the, we're still playing against people that are on the old consoles. Uh, I would say it's unfair, of course. If I have get good gameplay and the other guy doesn't, of course it's unfair. Um, that can happen on both old I, I don't know. Well, it's though. Like, people have different gameplay. Yeah, true. Yes. It can. But jo Joey's basically said he played an entire weekend and didn't have like one sense of bad gameplay at all, which you know your opponents definitely felt bad gameplay at some point. Yeah. Just because of the nature of FIFA, we know how many, how often you find it um, in games here and there. I just it was something on Twitter I saw and, and it kind of made sense. Is and then the question becomes: You don't technically, as of December fourth, it's a separate game on your console. I know Joe, you would have seen this. You currently have yeah. two Fifas downloaded. So theoretically, right. if you're at an advantage, in theory, the hardcore players are the one that's switching to the next gen consoles December fourth. Wouldn't you be more incentivized to stay on the old version? Unless the next-gen version really feels that much different. Like, so clean, so crisp. Menus are insane and stuff like that. But menus still feel faster on the next-gen, too, because the hardware is better. So, in in my head, like, this, like, Series X version of FIFA or the PS5 version of FIFA 21 would have to feel insanely different for me to not want to play the old-gen and beat up on people that have the Xbox One X. Like <laughs> I see what you're saying. Like, why yeah. would you ever make that switch over unless unless the game is like so crazy advanced? Which you know, I thought I, as much as they've been advertising, I say they they've been putting so much money into it when they don't really have to advertise it that much because people are going to upgrade. It's free to upgrade. There's no real incentive for them to advertise it, which makes me think there actually is some big changes in it. But what would it like? Would you consider just continue being on the old version just to beat up on people with bad gameplay? Especially actually, after the weekend you just had. That's a really, really good question. I never even thought of that. Like, because you still have access to both versions, which I didn't think of that before. Um, 
Yeah, it depends. I mean, if I don't know, that's that's I, I think I'll be playing the next gen one just because I think it'll be better. Um, and if it's not even that much better, I still find myself playing the next gen one. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless again, if matchmaking is really that bad where you can't find opponents, then of course I'll just load up the old gen and just play on there it's it's a very good question i don't know if i have an advantage in gameplay every single game but i'm i'm more than sure that i definitely have an advantage uh at least a few games for sure and matchmaking was tough as hell this weekend i'll tell you that so the the 27 i got i was that's probably the hardest 27 i've got out of all the elite ones i've got the past few years this one was the hardest the last game fun fact so the last game came up against some a pro player in Chicago. Not a pro player, but a verified. Actually, I think he's signed to an esports team. His name is the Future Gamer. I know him. Um, yeah. yeah. So I ended up. He's in Chicago. I ended up coming up against him. Had I didn't know him before playing him, and then today I was watching Aubrey's stream, and he was in the stream watching, like talking to him. I was like, "Wait a second, are you the guy?" And he's like, "Yeah, man, I remember your game." So such a small world that the guy that coached me that helped me get better. Is the is the guy I placed? Uh, is the guy's stream where I found the guy I played against? That's such a small world. Because Aubrey's not a massive Twitch streamer, right? Like he's he's he gets views, but he's not he's not getting four or five thousand viewers for for that small chance of me finding the guy I played against to hit twenty seven. Yeah, and then that that's what kind of made me think of it. Is like now theoretically the player pool for PS five and Xbox. Series X is going to be even smaller than that, especially when you get to those top top ranges. You're either not going to find a game, or there's going to be like consistently pro play. Like you're not going to come up, or or because there's no one at that level, you're going to come up against worse players because it's just going to have to expand your matchmaking further. So who knows? Um, the only reason I thought of that too is is I didn't think of it at first that it was two separate games in the console until um, I had like another game. I, th- I don't Forza. Uh, I had it downloaded already, and that one was not a separate game. I had to reinstall the game, but it's instead of inst- re- uh, reinstalling, it called it updating. So it was basically, uh, or it said upgrading. So instead of an update or a reinstall, it was like installing, but upgrading it to the Series X version. Um, but FIFA's right. not doing that. It's two separate copies. So I don't really know on that one. Uh, but two other, two other major things happened. Uh, we had the new consoles come out. We have the new patch come out. And then also today... Um, they came up with a new set of friendlies, and those friendlies have a game requirement. So I think because I have less to say about the patch, I'll start there so I can get angry. Actually, no, we'll bring the patch in because I think, I think that'll be better now. I think more people are here for the patch, so we'll get that talking now. Um, title Update 5 came out uh, November 17th, and there's debates on what's it changed and all that stuff. Uh, team Press, Overload Ball Side Stamina. It was really an att- attempt to try to hurt pressing stamina, um, which is a problem. But is it the biggest problem? I don't know. Felix, what are your thoughts on the pitch notes? Um, I've not read into the pitch notes. I've seen the patch notes, um, and I've played a couple of games in Rivals today because, you know, I'm home, I've got time, and uh, for some reason I thought it might be a good idea to play some Rivals. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It feels very much the same, I have to say. Like, I was running um, press after possession loss as a test to see how it works against counterattack players and I have to say I don't really notice the stamina nerf in that sense too much like you see it at the end of the game your players are if you play it for the entire game your players are about like under the 50% mark somewhere there it's not it's not that bad honestly it's it's to a point where it's manageable and you can still play that tactic without being completely punished for it um team press I've not noticed too much. Um, I've not experimented with it either. My opponents haven't used it too much. The only other thing that I thought was massive in this was um, the increase of blocked balls distance, if that makes sense. So they bounce further now, it seems. But Mm -hmm. I've not noticed that anyway, because... I don't know. The the blocks tend to fly already, so I, I don't know how much worse it can realistically get, but... When I read through the patch notes at first, I thought this was going to be bad because everything to me seemed like it's going to make the game even more defense heavy and even more drop back heavy. But so far, at least in division rivals, I've had the impression that not a lot has changed at all. Like it feels exactly the same except for that little stamina nerf that I've experienced. 
Yeah, I was going to say that because I, so I saw a lot of people today screenshotting like their final game screen um, and the stamina of their players, and they said, oh, I ran press after possession loss or press after heavy touch or anything like that. The whole game, never took it off, um, and this is this is the result. And, and it was is what you normally see. I mean, I think what it was was it, it seemed more noticeable in like, players like the center backs um, and the strikers. I, I, tend, I tend when I look at my final screen – I, it's different because I play the three-five-two. I, I find the three set people in the center, the cam, the two CDMs, and the left mid and right mid usually are lower stamina. Strikers are usually fine because they're sitting up top and making runs in behind, and then center backs for the same reason, um, but reversed. I find them to be were, uh, higher in stamina at the end of the game. So that would be the only thing I noticed off the screens that I saw shared. I haven't played today. Um, I haven't ran it. I haven't tested it out. But those are the screens I saw. Was it felt like more, unless that's just the way the play styles are. But it felt like everyone was kind of on an equal playing field, stamina wise. Instead of, you know, fullbacks usually are lower because they bomb up and down the pitch. Uh, it felt like center backs were kind of on level or on par with them. So, I don't know if that's a thing. It was just happened to be in the screenshots I saw. It, it is actually a thing. Yeah. <coughs> they're, they're all the entire attack and midfield are pretty much on the same stamina. The fullbacks as well. Um, the big differences for me were the centre backs who were left on a bit higher than the rest, and the when you're playing a four-two-three-one, the central cam tends to lose more stamina than the rest. But that is even without pressing tactics. That is the case. It's just a bit like lower stamina than you would normally have, but it's honestly it's not that bad. It's not that big of a deal. You can still use that tactic without being punished too badly for it. I think. Mm-hmm. What, what is going to be interesting though with the lower fullbacks I saw Marcus Gomez um, tweet that out the Australian pro he said it, it's going to become interesting when your opponent subs on fresh wingers mm-hmm. with tons of pace I think then it's going to become a problem where, where your fullbacks might get burnt but um, most people don't make a ton of subs these days weirdly so we're, we're going to have yeah, to find out think, about that I've... as well it's kind of what we, I think we talked about when the game first came up, the, the removal of fitness cards. Mm. I, I mean, most times in weekend leagues, people, like your high-tier players are putting fitness cards on every game anyway, so it didn't matter too much. But I find it in rivals and even friendlies. Friendlies obviously don't lose anything. But uh, basically, there's no need to make subs if... Or uh, no need to make as many subs if everyone's starting at a level playing field of 100 uh, or 100 stam going into the game or 99, whatever it is. Uh because, you know, so you know, like if you had someone who's on 92 to start the game instead of 100, by the end of the game, they would have to be subbed, essentially. That, like, 8% made a big difference. So now everyone's starting at 100 anyway, so it's not the end of the world. The blocks, I don't really understand. So the way they made it sound like, it sounded like increase the different distance. So it, it almost made it sound it was pro-attack in a way where we all know you, you, get, uh, you go to make a tackle as a defender, and you get, like, the the dodgy rebound back to the attacker every time. It almost sounded like that was their goal, was to make it, the. this is obviously not for a tackle, it's for a block, but it says increase the distance that a ball can travel after making contact with the foot or leg of the defender during a blocking animation. So it made it sound like, oh, you're going to get a block in, but it's going to go right back to the attacker. I mean, That's it, what it I made just, it sound just, like. I thought it could just bounce further to any direction. In in my head, it was going to go out for like throw-ins, corner kicks. Or yeah, no, it says, it says increase the distance, so it could go any direction. But when I first read it, I was thinking like, Oh, that just means if you get a shot, it's going to get blocked and come either back or to another attacker, like sort of thing, like more crazy rebounds and yeah, to, less, to another player, uh, anyway. less skill involved or, or or more randomness. I I feel like it just in, added more randomness. But I'm looking, I'm, I have the pitch notes open, and they have videos of the pre patch versus the post patch. It's actually pro um, attackers, but in a different way. It's basically they before the patch, it, your defender would block it, but while blocking it, they would trap it. So, like, mm-hmm. you block the shot and get the ball back, and now it's, if you block the shot, it's just going to rebound off in some direction, whatever direction yeah. the blocking okay. animation is okay. going in. I didn't in. think about it that way, to be honest. <clears throat> Which I didn't either, so I'm looking at the videos up. If you guys didn't see the pet pitch notes, they're up on EA's website. It's title update 5, but it's two, like, eight-second videos, uh, and it's just quick couple different shots at the defender and how they trapped before the patch and after so you know i'm okay with that now it makes a little bit more sense when i first read it it was just kind of confusing made it sound like rebounds are gonna be more of a thing but there it it does make more sense it should be more realistic in the sense that you know if i if i'm drilling a shot at the top of the box of the striker and gets blocked the defender's not going to pull it down to his foot he's not gonna he's gonna have to block it and hope it goes the right way Hmm. maybe that would solve the issue you remember that clip when my desai karate kicked it into the into his own net 
Maybe. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You showed us that, what, two weeks ago before we started? Yeah, maybe that would have gone out for a corner. I mean, it's going to be yeah. interesting. I, I don't, at least from my experience, like I said, it hasn't made a massive difference so far, but I haven't read the pitch. Yeah, it looks I'm more realistic on my end. After another weekend league where I'm going to do terribly, I can share my opinions and thoughts again on what's changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I like I said, I haven't played it. Just all of stuff I've seen on Twitter, and but like, I think it was uh, the foot coach Steve Stokes. I believe he had said like someone someone asked him like, "Oh, how do you like the new patch or or, or whatever it is?" And he's like, "Well, I can't say for sure yet. Uh, anything I say now would just be like overreacting. Yeah. Um, I want to play more games, and I think that's that's the smart way to take it. He's usually, he's usually smart about that stuff. Um, we all want to have like an opinion fast. The stamina one you can basically say right away." Because if there's visual proof of end game screens, but who knows the the flow of the game? You know, if if your opponent sits back the entire time, um, and the ball is just like not moving across the pitch the entire time, it's only in one third, then stamina is not going to go crazy down because there's just not, not many as many people moving around. So it doesn't tell the full story, but Steve that Stokes. one seems more cut and dry. If that makes sense. Steve Stokes's opinion is is no longer valid though. He's done. Is that because he doesn't want his it's balls over. washed? Yeah, he doesn't manscape his ball. That's it. He's I mean, done. Stop said he's not manscaped. He just, he just said he's, he's not going. Yeah, but you know, deep down, that meant he doesn't manscape. <laughs> like we know, like the guy doesn't manscape. It's, 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 it's his opinion's invalid. To be like, sorry, like I've it's got, done. I've got to be honest. I've not. Sp- I'm no longer listening to Steve Stokes. I've, I've got to be honest here. I've not spent a great deal of time thinking about Steve Stokes' pubes. <laughs> True, but his, his, opinion, his opinion did become invalid. What do you want me to tell you? Like, it's, it's done. His opinion's invalid. There's no, you don't need to think about it. True. I, I agree, because we love Manscaped now. And, well, I do, at least. I'm the one that's tried it. But definitely changed my opinion on a lot of things. And, and very nice. But um, at risk of starting another ad... I'm, I'm going to start <laughs> another ad. Joey's just so, trying to move the money. Stoked, this I'm is joking, by the way, buddy. ads where we get money depending on, like, time. Imagine, though. Imagine running no, a yeah, full sixty-minute podcast of just advertising ball trimmers. I'd be down for that. <laughs> we don't even. We don't. We don't even, at the end, we just say like, "Oh yeah, there was a new patch, by the way," and then just hit end episode. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be ideal. But we actually do have another ad before we do get into the um, new friendlies mode, uh, or I should say, the same friendlies mode. The new changes to friendlies. We do have one more. Um, they are also having a Black Friday deal. This one. Um, I love, I have it actually right here as well. Um, they were kind enough to give me a card last year. Still have it. It's an MLS player of the month, but it's cardsplug.com. Um, promo code FUTLIVE for a discount there. And what they are is IRL cards. If you haven't seen it, um, they're everywhere. Uh, I know a lot of streamers and YouTubers have been working with either cards plugs or another um, card provider. They're amazing. They're actually high quality. They're not just like, you know, you go and you just print out a piece of paper that you can stick on your wall and it looks like a card. This is like on cardboard, you can hear it, pretty thick uh, cardboard, nice quality, good printing, and as you can see, you can customize it however you want. So there's a picture of me, I have the American flag as my nationality, and then the New England Revolution, my home team, as the, the team I play for, and then obviously you customize the stats, so they're kind enough to give me a 99 overall, because that makes sense. I'm pretty fast. So, <clears throat> um, high quality cards, uh, very nice. They, I don't have it hung up yet because I still live in an apartment and I want to, I want to hang it up somewhere nicer. Um, when I finally get to build like a stream room and stuff like that. So I haven't hung it up yet, but they do hang up on the wall very easily. And this is the smallest size. So if you're looking at the YouTube video, you can see the kind of size comparison. This is a small, um, and you can get a medium and a large, and I believe they have XLs now actually. So people have the giant ones. Um, I don't have any of those, so they are big. They can, they actually look really nice on the wall, and yeah, if you use promo code FUTLIVE at checkout, uh, you can get a discount, and they are, like I said, same thing with the Manscaped ad. Link will be down in the description below because you can use our link, but also get a better discount for Black Friday. They are doing a Black Friday Cyber Monday deal right now. I believe it's 40% off a card, which is huge value. They're not, they're not very expensive either, and they're very nice, and they ship to anywhere in the world, so I, I say anywhere... Anywhere that probably is listening to us because I got it in the United States. They're from England, so. Do you reckon? Without further ado. Do you reckon I should get like, <coughs> yes, you have a, a card done, but the picture is just my forehead? <laughs> you could. They, so yeah. I should say, like, because I have my picture here. So what they do is you literally, you don't. I didn't even. So if you see the screen I have now, this is what I sent them. I took a screenshot from my webcam, and that was it. I didn't green screen it. 
anything like that. And I'll, I'll zoom in so you can just see on the cam. Again, this is for YouTube only. If you aren't looking, uh, link will that be down in the description below for YouTube. But it is very well cut. It's like, I mean, they have professional editors out there doing it. So it's not like, you know, they're just like sl sloppily chopping it up. So if you say, if you literally just had your webcam on, and you just got real close to it, your forehead, I, they could, they would cut it. They'd probably ask you like, are you sure? But, <laughs> I mean, um, I, I kind of want to like set a challenge in terms of oh, if we get X amount of subscribers or likes or something, I may do it. We might have to. We might maybe next week we'll we'll think we'll think of one uh, or if, leave us a comment on Twitter or tweet at us or leave a comment below on the YouTube or anything like that or a review and, and say what you think the target should be um, because we are trying to grow the YouTube channel. So I'll, I'll get two. As I think well. subscribers I get, on the I get YouTube one channel. For myself that I'm going to keep because obviously yes, I want of course. For I, I'm giving away one forehead card. If anyone is interested, I don't think anyone wants that, but it would be funny if somebody just it randomly would be funny had a to have, especially in the background. Forehead in his room. <laughs> it's my favorite player, but yeah, no. So we might we might have to do a subscriber goal for the YouTube channel because we are trying to grow that because we just started. But um, yeah, without further ado, we have a very very down day um, in EA. One of the worst days I think they've ever had, which is saying quite a bit. <laughs> Um, two things. There are two things. So I was only thinking the friendlies because that most affects me. But we also have the limits set for FIFA points and stuff like that. So that went live, um, and people were testing it out more. And there's some downsides of that as well. So we'll start there because that's quick. Um, you, if you didn't know, you could set limits on FIFA points on the apps uh, or on the game itself, uh, and that's good because like you know it is gambling. Gambling is addictive. We've talked about that before. Um, people do have gambling problems. I've seen a pretty good tweet and... about this because you can actually circumvent your limit that you said that there is an option to ignore for one hour or something and you could just go on. Yeah, and that's where I was going to go with. They add that. Everyone's happy. They're like, oh, EA's finally acknowledging that you know, FIFA points is gambling and it should be done responsibly and there are people that can't control it. However, there's literally a button to say ignore limits for an hour. You know how how many FIFA points you could buy in one hour if you really had a gambling problem? Let me let me put that the like, for yeah, limitless. I mean, how fast how fast is the process through? Like you could literally just buy 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 buy, get like forty eight thousand sixty thousand FIFA points loaded up, and then your hour's done, and it's like well you still have the FIFA points on there, so you can just go buy packs. It's not a very good system. It was something they clearly threw in because they're getting a lot of backlash, but they didn't think it through in terms of how could it actually benefit someone. The idea is there in general is just yeah no it is you know, but... the typical EA thing to do okay idea horrendous execution and it almost like did they do this idea because they had to not because they truly wanted to yeah. help people that have gambling problems Probably. in their game um <coughs> sorry and the last part was uh oh, I just saw I saw the we might have to throw that meme in there on the screen because that is funny I've seen that picture before the fence. Um, but the last part was the friendlies mode. So I play a lot of friendlies. I think we, we had a conversation in the last episode that I was mostly playing the friendlies and that's how I was having fun in the game. However, they've decided to take their friendly mode, the, the mode where you're supposed to not compete. It's supposed to just be for fun. You know, you get a card out of it, but you have to build a special team, but it's like not your main team. That's the whole point is you just have to build this different team for it. Um, it's kind of like the old, not DKTs, but the old tournaments. It's essentially like that, where, but there's no pressure to win. Um, there's only pressure to win after a certain amount of games. Now, they have now limited the amount of games you can do to, well, at least for this one, 12. I don't know what the requirements are. I don't have them in front of me for it. I believe you have to win six of them or something like that. I'll, I'll, I'll load it up quickly because I don't I want to get this right. But they essentially added this objective and then said, win six is the, yeah, win four, win six, win two. And win one. Those are the object four objectives. And you get a pack after each one. So win six of 12. Which, you know, is not a lot, but you have to build a special team for it. So now you're basically saying you have to go out of your way to build a team full of eight UCL cards in the starting lineup. And then also compete 12 games and have to win six of them. So you have to go 50% in a game that has was confirmed to have skill-based matchmaking. So you're basically like asking someone in rivals to go 50% of the games, which if you're in, in your skill based, that's like, that's like the best you should go because as soon as you go up, you should meet someone higher and then you might lose. And then you go up and you meet someone higher, you lose and stuff like that. I don't know what you guys thoughts are, but I know you guys haven't tested it out friendlies too much this year, but it basically turned the only fun mode they had into a competitive mode. I mean, as long as they don't implement that system into the friendly mode when you're playing for actual cards, 
I don't hate it that much because I, I can see where they're coming from with the you know the knockout stage is, is titled the objective so the further you go the better reward you get I, I don't hate that system per se but if it's meant to stay then it's shit mm -hmm. I do agree with that I, I I should I should preface it and say that um, this is there's no like player reward at the end, so you don't need to win six. Like we had Kwande last week, uh, I believe that's how you pronounce it. The Sevillas, the French center back, he was the one. It was the same, um, like friendly, like the road to the final stuff. So you had to have a certain amount of Jesus. UCL cards in there, but there was no limit at the end of that one. I just had a yawn out of nowhere. Fucking hell. Um, but this one is, you know, as you get higher up in the packs. I think Joey's talking. I can't really hear him. Yeah, no, I'm okay. I haven't talked. Okay. I was waiting for you to finish. I actually, um, the the reason I think they probably started implementing this is I think Icon Swaps is oh. around the corner, right? Mm -hmm. It should be coming. Is it Black Friday when probably, they're going to release? I, I think that's a rumor. I, I hear people already like loading up on stuff. I know Inform Here deck you went up for SBCs, but yeah, the reason the reason why I'm thinking is like. If they do icon swaps, they can't allow people to get an icon for free. You know what I mean? And and it, the biggest thing with objectives has been, we've talked about this, are people trading wins or trading goals or trading objectives? And it defeats the... I know you don't do this, Rob, but so many people mm -hmm. do. Because I even watch when people stream, they'll, they'll get messages and be like, hey, I need a goal. I'll give you the win or whatever. And... How is EA supposed to combat combat that when Icon Swaps comes out? Like, what do they do to stop people doing that? Because at the end of the day, you can't you can't just give people an Icon for absolutely doing nothing because they're just going to trade their way with the objectives. So, what do you do to solve that? Yeah, that's that is tricky because, like like you said, yeah, the win requirement. Um, but Icon Swaps last year didn't. I, they were in rivals, so like people were maybe a little bit more hesitant, but. People were give, if you don't think people were giving away wins last year in Rivals, which is supposed to be also a competitive mode, uh, you're crazy. They were they, that's what was no, happening. they did. But they... now they have them in like friendly. Relegated them. Yeah, no, the relegation itself is probably even worse than that. But I mean, the requirements still require you to win the game. So people usually don't trade wins. It's they the only thing that people trade is the things that require not winning. So like it'll be like score eight goals with a French defender or something like that. And those are the ones that people trade. And then someone still has to win that game, so then they usually try hard to get the win. So I can see what you mean. People are swapping objectives. But it's rare to say people are swapping wins. And what I actually noticed um, after today was... Well, no, no, no. I know that. But is there... when it, My point is, is when they make wins a requirement, then you cannot say, oh, I'll let you win if you let me do the objective or whatever. I, I haven't done enough objectives to be honest. No, win, so win is the, the there's wins in every single objective so far this year. You have to win to complete okay. the objective. Um, there's not, there is like, so, so there, so we'll go back to Kwande because that's the easiest one. He had four objective sets to complete and then you unlocked him at the end. With each one, we're giving like a 75 overall player, or like a two player pack, something like that. So you had to assist five goals with French defenders. Obviously no win in that one. Um, you had to score 10 goals with La Liga players or something like that. No win in that one. You had to assist goals with the League of Players. No win in that one. But you also had to win eight games with a with eight League of Players, I believe, in your starting eleven, or maybe it might have been all eleven. Um, or Kwande was again. This might not be the case, but it was because it was a UCL road to the final. You had to have eight road to the final cards in your starting eleven. So you had to win with having those team requirements. So that's where the wins come in. You have to build a team a certain way, or you can't even enter the friendly mode. It won't let you hit play. Um, so you have to build your team a certain way. So you have to change up your team from your main team. And then you have to, one of the requirements will always be to win the game. Um, the one that came out today um, is win six matches. So so you're saying that they could have kept it, but not put a cap on it, and it would have been fine. Yeah, because if, so if you're someone like, so say I do it, I get my six wins. I'm not going to go back into the friendly just to use that other team for no right. reason. There's no incentive for me to do it. So I'm not going to go in and be like, oh, I'm just playing for fun. You can have the win. They're not So like, there'd be very few people going out gotcha. and getting icons for free because the objective still requires you to win. Certainly you could go trade wins uh, if you happen to find someone so that's what's... willing to. But like, you can't just like, it's not like you can play against a friend and trade wins. You have to hopefully luckily match right. up against someone that's not like for some reason in that friendly mode, but not trying to win it. Which would not make sense anyways. Right. So why do you think... What's the point of capping, then? I don't know. What's, I think it's so less people reason? complete it. 
that's oh, it's just to make it like I, get, I don't know. That's silly. It, it, but what it does is it makes it competitive. So I, I put this in the right. group chat with you guys is because I've played a bunch of friendlies. No one's dropping back. No people are using different teams, so they're not like building their teams out like a four uh, fourth two three one sweat drop back one depth sort of thing. They're usually play, using whatever they have in their club, or maybe going to buy one or two players. Like for me, like the. UCL one, I had like six UCL players that were all from the same league, so I threw them in, and you had to have seven or eight or something like that, so I bought two ones that fit, and I, I spent a little bit more on them instead of just buying like a 75 just to fit it and sub them out. Um, I went and bought like a more expensive one, so I didn't have to sub them out right away, essentially. So people are using different teams, uh, and it's not that competitive, it's not that drop back, and then if you go up two, people just quit because, again, they have no incentive to be there unless they're winning. So it's not as sweaty. So like, yes, their incentive is to win, but people aren't building these sweaty teams to do it. Now, it's you have to win. Like you literally, there's no like, oh, you know what? It'll take me 10, 15 games. It has to take you 10 games because if it takes you 12, you you, you don't get it. Um, so people are gonna okay, be so see, much yeah. sweatier. I already heard that people are sweating it out right now that have tried it already. The objective, and it just made it so much sweatier. <laughs> it makes it sound like the. Um... The tournaments that they yeah, had. Yeah, like the so. DKT. It's basically like when the DKT, um, or if you want to look at it that way, it's like when they made Weekend League have like silver objectives. So like you have to build a custom team and then also you're supposed to, you're meant to compete at a high level as well with a different team. Strange. Ah, as long as it's not there to stay, I don't hate it. Like I, I think this may just be because it's um, Road to the Final knockout stage mm -hmm. themed. And it's a pack objective, not, yeah, not yeah. a player at the end. So you're not like gatekeeping a so player if, that if only that, certain that people can have. That is the thought process behind it. I'm okay with it, but yeah, I'm down if they want to do these little fun pack ones yeah. where, you know, it's almost like like it's almost like it becomes like foot draft in a sense. Yeah. Um. The the higher the more like this is like the, your dream foot draft, Felix is. It's not four games. It's <clears throat> you play four no matter what. Um, yeah, and you, but how many wins you get dictates exactly. your rewards. This is you play twelve no matter what. If you get up to six wins, you you max out at your rewards. So I get that for the the pack. I'm not a, I'm not mad about that. But as we know with EA, usually if they implement something, it's there to stay, um, or come back in three years as a new edition. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> that just seems to be the case. But I I don't know. I'm very well, nervous. This start. is going to be here for like if they if they put uh like win eight games with a La Liga team to get this icon swap token and you only have 12 games to do it or 15 games to do it and you have to win like one in every two games how sweaty is that going to yeah, be? Yeah, that, I'm, I'm not playing that then. Very. Like, and this was, I know I saw B. Walls again tweet about it and he had like my tweets and we kind of gone back and forth with it but this was, in my opinion, the best addition to any FIFA gameplay-wise since Foot Draft in 2016. This this live, live Foot Friendlies because it forced, it's what we've asked for for the longest time is a bit bring back tournament modes because they forced you couldn't enter the tournament unless your teams fit the requirements almost like building an SBC and then going into a tournament like the teams had to fit the requirement for you to even hit play uh and so what it did is it forced you to use different players be creative with your club you can yes you can go if you have millions of coins go buy a player that's the best player that fits it and it's kind of become sweaty but most people weren't doing that uh so it was just fun made you use different players made you use different formations to fit whatever players you had in your club and you got a fun little reward. It was nothing that was game-breaking. Um, like, me getting Kwande 82 overall with a potential to go up to, like, an 87 overall. It's not game-breaking. Um, mm. it's, it's just fun. It's something to have in your club and something to grind for. Um, and then it creates untradeable cards for you to have if you want to do SBCs down the road. But it was fun. And now it's they've tried to take the fun out of it, essentially. So I'm not well, looking we, forward. Well, we can't say that 100%. Let's see what they do with the next objective. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But when... for now, this one I see. Maybe, maybe it's one they've just, they're just trying to. We'll see how it goes. I'm definitely going to start doing uh, a lot more objectives. I think that's after I've, I've got this uh, kind of like the personal thing that I've me hit, trying to hit Elite 1 out of the way, I'm 100% going to turn to like making teams without um, – you know, CR seven and this and that, just making teams with, with other players and enjoying it. Like how I usually used to play, you know, just mm -hmm. always changing the team up. Definitely going to do friendlies now and objectives. So I'm excited to hop into those and see what they've been about. Cause I haven't really done any, I've just been grinding rivals away, try to kind of learn the game and play weekend league with, with a quote unquote meta squad. So I will say the silver stars objective is one of the most fun things I do every single week. Cause they've come up with one every <laughs> single week. It's so fun. You just get to build a silver team and compete for a, a very high-boosted silver card at the end. That is just kind of fun to have for squad building. 
I've actually used yeah. a silver card in another objective because he's boosted enough on that Vidra from the Prem. He's 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 not like high skills and, and weak foot, but he's boosted enough stats that he doesn't like look out of place as a silver. Is that uh one is it Malay? He's the, uh, the... League Un player. So in, with League SPCs, they're also doing League objectives. So you have to right. build he's, a whole. Is he team. still there? Uh yes. I think I think. Dude, that guy that he. He's a glitch. Is he? He's I have, so I've had him for good. a month and haven't used him. Every time I came up against him during this past weekend league, he was driving me nuts. I'm like, he's just, just glitches through my defense. I'm like, what is this guy made of? Like, what are you on, dude? It says he has two days remaining. Crazy. I can't confirm that, though. That's FUP. I'm on FUPin right now. Um, I'm definitely going to try doing them because in case I ever want to make a league on team, I want to have an option there because I think they lack cams, right? Yeah, they right yeah, lack uh, solid cams. They're good in center mids, but that's about it. Yeah. They just lack options in general, uh, innit? There's Mbappe, Neymar, and then there's a whole lot of nothing before you it. go into the, the pie. Rule breaker Di Maria, yeah, maybe? Di Maria, uh, the pie, maybe, is in form. That's it, really. Yeah. The only downside to that is everybody has a loan Mbappe because you're given one to oh, start. Um, <clears throat> and this is this goes for all friendlies, and it's something that if I was to complain about something pre this game Oops. cap, would have been, I think we talked about it quickly last uh, last episode, but yeah, uh, was the fact that loan cards obviously don't lose contracts in um, friendlies. So that is one one thing I'll say is if, if you try friendlies out from this podcast, because I, I, I really before today in i hope i hope i hope we're right with the pack it's just pack rewards are going to have cap limits which i'll be fine with um overall so if that's the only thing i will go back to like being like hey friends are super fun to do the only thing i'll say is that it is it does get annoying because every single game regardless of the requirements someone's going to sub on Mbappe because usually the requirements are only for your starting 11 or if they're in your bench the only basically the only one you can dodge Mbappe is the silver star objective uh, because you have to have <laughs> Which a full silver team. Which becomes that Yeah, I, I have that. But that's what that was the fun part, though, is if you did all the objectives, right. you actually have a six silver team. I, I, I'm pulling up my squad right now, but I have a silver squad that has one, two, two informs on the starting lineup that uh, chem-wise, and then I have three now informs on the bench that I can sub on, and uh, the rule breakers are Fenwa that I can sub on. So I'm actually starting to build that's like a crazy. fun silver team to use. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think that that is the only thing I'll say is if you try to do the Mule one or whatever it is, however you pronounce his name, is you are going to face Mbappe in every single game. And I and, and what it was is I, I used him every single game. Nepo made a video on it too, actually. He built this cool French team that he had because he was doing the first on a road to glory. Uh, he built this French team and he immediately, or this wasn't for the Mule one. He was doing the a different objective um, that you had to have like eight players from Syria or something like that. Uh, and... He, what he did is he put the eight players in and then he hybrid hybrided it into having Mbappe in his team because every single team he played for the first like two or three games had Mbappe. So he then had to go hybrid his team. So no difference from foot chance. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's just on loan, thing. so it, it makes you mad, even more mad. Oh, I can't even see the... Uh, unfortunately, I can't even see Mule because I completed it. Hot take here, but I don't like Mbappe on, on FIFA 21. I haven't used him at a high level. I use him against people that in these friendly modes and he is disgusting. Because he just beats everyone because everyone has a worse team. I, I think he, yeah, like the skill moves, the pace, that's all great. You, But the what he fluffs some goals, man. So Aubrey was bringing this up. Maybe I don't know if we can talk about this or not. What do you guys think about the composure stat? How important do you guys think it is? It is important when an opponent is close to you. It's really important. I notice it on Renato Sanchez. Like when an opponent is close to him, he shits himself. He takes bad touches. His passing is very bad. When you're in space, I don't think... Yeah, but how impact. often is someone close to you, you Excuse think? Me? During a game. I'm saying, how, like, how often... Isn't, someone's close to you quite often, is what my point is. You never really have a player that's just completely free, unless it's, like, on the wings. But your midfielders, I feel like they're always going to get some type of pressure, no? It depends what sort. Like, CDMs, I don't know. It depends how you play. A lot of the time, I don't have any pressure on them. Mm, okay. I guess I don't know because we were we were talking about this uh, a few weeks ago when I was using Mbappe. I did not like his finishing, even though he has high finishing. His composure is eighty four. I think that's um, manageable, and he misses a lot of lot of chances. But when I swapped to CR seven this weekend, 
it's like any anything in front of net is a, yeah. Is Ronaldo's a goal, a goal scoring machine, and it wasn't. He just built different yep, as well. It's like, not the same with Mbappe. In the truest sense of the word, he's got custom animations. I mean, doesn't Mbappe have custom animations? Ronaldo certainly has. He might. I mean, he's a cover star, so I would I would be shocked. What if he what sort of shots have you been doing with Mbappe? Um, I find that his finesses are really bad. What? And his weak foot. His finesses are insane. He's got the finesse shot trait. I don't know, man. I've I just did not like like him from a from a finishing standpoint. Mm. He wasn't it it's for interesting. Me. And I the, the one thing that Aubrey pointed out was that eighty four composer is the only thing that can attest that. Yeah. You should go look at a clip from Nalligates' stream yesterday, or was it today? I have a clip. Is go it look the classic at it. Nalas he missed a wide open you should go look at it. It's essentially an open net. He finesses and Mbappe puts nice. it wide. There's literally no goalie. There's nobody in the net. Hmm. Maybe he is composure then. I don't know. But I, I like Mbappe. So, especially on the finesse shots. What I want to do... Maybe, maybe your Mbappe's got yeah, the same so, disease as my Varane, where he just feels fraudulent, even though everyone else loves Yeah, because you hate Varane, yeah. You hate Varane. Yeah, that's true. You just... I don't know what it... Huh? I've, been, I've been sold, like... A, a fake. I've I've got like a B Tech fake Varan. It's not the real one. I mean, I'm just shit at defending those, so also that that may explain it as well. Yeah, I love Varan. Yeah, that that, that is a strange one. To be fair, I I quite enjoy Mbappe. But he he plays wide for me. He doesn't get in in the most finishing. Yeah, wide he's gonna position. So let, let me just check I his think, output. But when for you me. put him in front of net. He has got 128 goals in 330 games. That's okay for a wide player. I can't really compare him to anyone because Neymar has got a better output because he's played central for quite a while. Weird. I'm going to try making a team with all high composure just to see because one thing he also mentioned is like all the icons I think have really high composure for the most part. Yeah, the, the, there is so one icon. Maybe that's why they feel. Funnily so enough, if they've not changed it, I think it's one of the, uh, Hugo Sanchez's cards. He's got like composure in the sixties. Oof! Yeah, you're that's right. Horrible. I think I do remember that card. It and is horrible. What they were essentially saying is that he's a half decent footballer, except when there's opponents on the pitch. <laughs> doesn't make sense well it's whatever but i'll be interested to hear from your experiences with the with the composure stuff yeah i'm definitely gonna try it because i i tried that uh rule breaker andre card benjamin mm -hmm. andre he's got 90 and he feels really really good him and sanchez in the midfield felt Renato really really sanchez. good you see but renato yeah. has 79 composure no i know but i'm saying in in I'm saying in, in general, they felt good together. I, I don't know about him getting pressured, but Andre, he was really, really good when he got pressured. I just didn't pay attention to it until the conversation today, so I'll have to go back and play with those again and see how they play. Yeah, going to be interesting. Hmm. That is a weird one. I, I don't really know what to think because, yeah, you think like it matters, but it's such a specific thing. You would think strikers and maybe center backs would be the ones that need it the most, but... Interesting to hear that you think Andre is better because of it, in a way. I think... Yeah, we'll see. Central central back. positions, composure is bigger. And if you get into finishing positions, that's where it really matters. Because that's where you get pressure the most, isn't it? Hmm. Yes. Yeah, I guess, I, yeah, if I'm running the 3-5-2, I doubt my left mid and right mid really need composure. Um, too much. But... Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really have anything else. I mean, man, that was it. That there's was kind of up where there. we have the road to the final promo, but that's like a pro. I mean, there's some players in there that are somewhat decent, but nothing crazy. Hazard looks amazing for me because I already use the regular Hazard, uh, but not that good if you use him out wide. So I have nothing else. If you guys don't have anything to add, nope, I'm, um, I'm alright. Nope, not, not nothing for this week until. Till next week. Yeah, we'll try to do it more on Sunday. I think next week or something like that, if we can, or Saturday the weekend. We schedules conflicted, um, and then we were waiting for the Manscaped package to arrive for at least one of us to try. Um, make make to sure you buy that, by the bit. way. Uh, 
Yes, definitely. Co- I, I, like I said, I'm not. I'm not joking. I love it because we, we get we you get see money our... off of those if, if we get enough purchases. And whilst taking your grooming to the next level, you'd help your favorite podcast get to the next level. So it's win win, isn't it? And we, you should have saw when they reached out the first. We were actually all so excited about it because like we actually all wanted it. Yeah, I, I was so. yeah, about I the free parcel for me. If I'm honest. <laughs> I'm I'm not even joking. Like I was literally close to buying one a couple like a month or two ago um, before they reached same out. Like I was actually thinking about getting one, um, just because I, I it's just a, it's way easier and way more simple and, and some really nice stuff. So definitely do that. Um, like I said, all those links will be in the description below. If you did enjoy, please smash the like button. Please subscribe to our YouTube. We're trying to grow that. Um, we might even have other videos other than the podcast going up there. We'll wait and see on that one. Don't want to say too much. Because uh, I don't want to also underdeliver, but uh, if we can, we're gonna try to get more videos on that. So definitely subscribe and, and be on the lookout for that. Uh, without further ado, we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.